Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So today I'm going to be touching on should you burn more or eat less when it comes to fat loss. First of all, a quick update on myself. So I'm currently weighing £178 this morning and I'm 13 weeks out on Monday. So two days after this is released or one in a bit. And uh, surprisingly feeling really good. I had a deload week the week prior and I think that done me a lot of good in terms of just making me feel better, a bit less smashed all the time, a bit less fatigued from training because it's been a good while since I had it. So I'm definitely experiencing the benefits of doing it, basically. And uh, I'm, I'm, of course, hungry. And you, you've got to just get used to it, to be honest. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be full or obsessing over it or I'm just trying to ignore it, to be honest, because... It will be there, and with being with having thirteen weeks to go, it's, it's only gonna get worse. So, no point trying to obsess over it or try and fix something that's not gonna be able to be fixed. So, on to the topic of today's episode. So, when I mean should you burn more or eat less, I'm of course talking about fat loss, and burning more is just doing more expenditure, doing more to burn calories, and eating less is of course eating fewer cal eating fewer calories and the reason we want to do one of the two is because fat loss occurs when you're in a calorie deficit when you're simply eating less calories than you're burning so for example if i am burning on a daily basis you don't even need to know the exact figures i'm just giving you an example let's say on a daily basis i am eating 3000 cat or burning 3000 calories it means i've got to be eating less than or yeah, less than 3,000 calories to lose weight. For example, 2,800, maybe even lower. And that's what basically causes weight loss. And it can be created through activity or eating less. For example, if I did have to eat less than 3,000 calories to lose weight, instead of, let's say, having to eat 2,800, I could simply burn another 200 calories by doing steps doing 20 minutes on the stairmaster something like that and then as a result it basically tips the scale so you're in a calorie deficit so basically when it comes down to it which one you should do is whatever one you can stick to for example everyone is different so i can't tell you this will be easier to stick to than that it depends on a lot of factors but some people might not mind eating less and they can get by without and they've not got a massive appetite and they're good with their diet so they can be smart with how to fill them up with eating little calories. Others might have a really high appetite regardless if they are dieting or not and might struggle with it. And if, let's say, someone doesn't mind eating less but they hate cardio then of course eating less might be a better approach for them however if let's say someone really enjoys cardio it sets them up for their day or they just enjoy doing it and they they are already hungry then it makes sense for them to add in some cardio or to add in some steps so yeah it depends on what you can stick to the enjoyment factor of both not that eating less is ever going to be enjoyable or some circumstances it can be but 
think you get what I mean. Just whatever one works best for you in terms of what you can stick to and what you enjoy. And the reason why I'm saying it depends on the individual, I know it's an answer that is quite... It, when you get an answer saying it depends, it's not very useful. So I'm going to explain my rationale behind it. So let's say someone's current occupation, so their job role includes doing 15,000 steps daily. Then they might not want to add in cardio because they're already doing a high level of activity. And if they're doing, let's say, they're adding 20 minutes every day they train, then that might impact their performance, that might impact their recovery and make their legs just feel really heavy when they go to train their lower body. As a result, performance might suffer, then your muscle retention may suffer as a result of that. On the other hand, if someone's sedentary in the office or in an office job and they don't do a lot of steps at all, then if someone goes from doing 2,000 steps to, let's say, 8,000, they're gonna be able to cope. Uh, they might feel like it's a bit, bit of a shock to system straight away, but I think they'll be fine in terms of performance and it's not a crazy high amount of expenditure so they can get by doing it without their performance being put in the gym. So that just shows you how your job role can affect it. And something else to consider is like how many hours does someone work? For example, if someone's working, let's say someone does have an office job, but they are also working very, very long shifts. Let's say they work 10 hour days, they've got a training session to do after it, they have a big commute to the gym, to home, they might not have a lot of spare time outside of training and also work. And if, let's say, it means, right, someone's doing an extra half an hour of cardio or something, or half an hour of steps a day, and that's taken away from their sleep, then if they can stick to it, if they can do so consistently without cheat or cheating on their diet or going over their calories, cheating's not a good phrase to use, but yeah, if they can do so without going over the calories, I'd rather just drop their food because we know sleep has a massive effect on our performance, and there's also stress as well. It's like if we are going to be putting ourselves in a really stressed state because we've got so much to do in and not enough time, then that's not going to have a good effect on us mentally. So it would be ideal if that doesn't happen. So yeah, again, that's something else to consider. Which one is going to have the biggest impact on us stress-wise? Because if, let's say, yeah, like I said, if they can stick to it, I'd rather just drop their food and something else to consider is what are your current calories because if someone's already on very very little food uh, let's say you're a male you're on 1500 calories don't ask me how how you got there why you got there i'm not going to cover all that but what i'm going to talk about is how how much can you actually drop from there you're kind of push your calories super low there's not much lower you can go that's sustainable so that's probably not going to be an ideal place to be in and as a result you might want to consider adding steps and adding cardio if they aren't already high and yeah because when we are consuming less food not only are we going to be struggling with hunger 
we are consuming less micronutrients because oh of course you can play about with your food choices to get micronutrients dense foods you can have a multivitamin you can have a greens powder that sort of thing but uh, ignoring that if you're eating less you're usually eating less micronutrients for example let's say someone just take the carbs away which is usually what people do they keep their protein in and the veg in or whatever then you're gonna get less micronutrients if you just take some food out because you're eating less so you've got less opportunity to get micronutrients in your diet so that's something else to consider because you wouldn't want to drop someone who's already on low calories even lower eh, if that is the case but again it depends what their steps are if they can do them consistently a lot of things come into play that hence why it's not just a black and white answer but eh, in terms of a performance point of view like i said crazy expenditure isn't ideal and the reason being is if we're doing a ton of steps that's gonna tire us out that's gonna mean we aren't in a great position to perform in the gym of course it depends what you're training and everyone might respond different to doing a certain amount of steps or cardio so that is something to consider and like i said even if you aren't getting even if you aren't doing steps, if you're standing at work for eight hours, that's going to affect your performance. So if you're doing that and then doing 10,000 steps, that's going to be different for an office worker who's sitting down for eight hours and then doing 10,000 steps. Uh, so yeah, that is also something to consider. So we don't want to be doing a crazy amount that can sacrifice our performance. And in terms of, like an example, like we don't want to be doing like an hour of cardio a day uh, because that's not going to do a lot of good for our leg training. And there's also something called the interference effect because, oh, when we think about cardio, cardio is not promoting holding on to maximal amounts of muscle. When we're doing cardio, that's not going to, that's telling our body we don't want to hold on to that muscle because... When we're doing cardio, if you think about what the activity is, let's say running, do you think it's efficient for our body to carry excess muscle that it's not needing if it's doing cardio for an hour a day? No. It's basically going to tell our body, right, we've got all this muscle we're holding on to that is just weighing us down, making it harder to run and being an inconvenience. So your body's going to respond to that and think, right, we'll, we'll not hold on to this muscle will get rid of this muscle it it's not going to happen as soon as you step on the stairmaster but if you are doing a ridiculous amount daily your performance is dropping and you're yeah you're doing a ton of cardio then it can happen uh, for some people a bit more than others but yeah just to conclude what you want to choose is basically what you can stick to best so what's going to be sustainable because Oh, not not a dieting needs to be sustainable because nobody diets forever or they shouldn't or you shouldn't want to but you want to focus on what's sustainable so what can you consistently do and keep up as well as that what oh enjoyment basically ties into sustainability but what impact does it have on your stress levels and your sleep we don't want them to go in a poor spot because uh, we know that having better sleep will basically mean you'll retain more muscle during your dieting phase your metabolic rate will be higher meaning you'll burn more calories during the day so yeah 
And you also want to focus on not just stress, sleep, or enjoyment, or what you can stick to, but also performance. What's going to have the little, what's going to have the least effect on performance? Because we don't want to be having our sessions go very poorly. Because again, leads to less muscle being retained, which leads to your metabolic rate going down or the amount of calories you burn a day going down because you don't have that muscle to burn the calories. So a lot of things come into play, but to conclude, choose what you can stick to. And then after that, choose what's going to yield the best result in terms of your dieting phase and what just makes most sense during that time for yourself. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Bit of a shorter one than usual, but I feel like everything that I needed to cover has covered. Uh, but yeah, hope you enjoyed Please leave a rating and review if you can. Subscribe, like, share it on your story. It would be greatly appreciated. And I hope everyone has a great day.